everybody. This is Sarah Westcott. And this is Katie Willie. And this is To Be Read. The podcast where we talk about books and the cocktails that go with them. And in this case, yet again, a screen episode where we talk about the movie, but really the television miniseries. Television miniseries is right. Yeah. 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 That goes with the book that we read. And this time around was the book was in the woods and the show was called Dublin Murders, which was on Stars. And uh, I guess we're just going to jump right in, Katie, right? Ah, I think so. Um, So Katie and I got to binge a few episodes together. Just a little more than half. Yes. Halfway through. There's eight episodes. Eight episodes. We watched uh, five and a half, four and a half together. Four and a half together, I think. And then three and a half on our own. Um, And uh, previously, we had started to watch the show, like, I want to say like a year or so back. B.C. Yes. Yeah. Before what? Oh, before COVID. I love it. Yes. Okay. So we started to watch the show a while back and we only got two episodes in. And um, so we just decided we were going to start from scratch, basically. I don't know, Katie, what what did you think? Like, what were your initial thoughts on the show? The only other thing I want to caveat this with is the fact that it's actually about two books. Correct. I know we mentioned that in our episode about In the Woods and talking about it, but it is is her first and second book. Yes. so that said, the way that the story got folded together between the two books, mm-hmm. uh, I really, really liked the way it was done. I okay. wasn't a huge fan at the beginning of how they intermingled the stories because some of the storylines from the first book got shuffled to make room for the second right. one. Right. Um, like the whole Sam Cassie relationship. Yes. But other- overall, I thought it was really, really well done. My thoughts are a little bit different. Um, <laughs> we have not talked about this personally. No, we, we intentionally. Wanted to save it. Yes. <laughs> um, my thoughts are a little different. I really enjoyed this show as a show about a crime that was committed. But that being said, I did not really care for the way they folded the two books together. I thought Cassie's portion, especially the in the in the likeness portion with the people at the house. Um, it didn't make narrative sense to me. It really didn't. Like, it didn't really, I don't know if I just wasn't, like, I wasn't as focused on it and it wasn't really something that I cared that much about because all I really wanted to know about was the in the woods part and um, what was going on with Rob and Rob and Cassie's um, uh, dynamic. But, like, halfway through the season, Rob and Cassie sleep together, Rob becomes an asshole, and then... Cassie disappears apart to go right into her role as the undercover story. And I didn't know, and this could just be me not paying attention, I did not know what that part had to do with the murder in Knocknery. It well, it just happened to be when they slept together. Yeah, but there was for some reason they cut them, they broke them up because they said we think this is somehow related in some way. I don't know if that was just because the person who was murdered at the house was a, was basically a double of Cassie Maddox and using her best and using her alias alias yes her, best friend I'm her imaginary friend. imaginary friend. imaginary yeah, friend that like, she made up right. yes so I guess I just I didn't I it felt rushed it felt rushed to me I just I so that whole thing only took about two and a half episodes whereas the rest of it you know was all whatever but it just it just seemed really, really, really rushed to me to put that in like, you know, a 500 page novel into these just two episodes. And see, I thought so. I, the one thing I do want to say is that typically when they're going to make an, a film ad- or screen adaptation of a book, they it's usually a movie. And mm-hmm. a movie is only going to be 
an hour and a half, two hours, right. may- maybe three hours long. And this, right. we got two books in eight hours, yes. which I thought was good. And they were able to fledge out a little bit more of it. I, I understand what you're saying about not really getting how that part of the story folded together. But I, right. I do like that they did it. Okay. I I like that they did it in the sense that I'm glad that we got both, 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 both um, Rob's and Cassie's story in this because... Even though they left it kind of open-ended, chances are we're never going to see another season of this show. Uh, being it left open, I mean that um, I think that this ended with Frank Mackey like being the last person on screen, and his book his would, is next. His right? book would have been the next is he book. The, is he the faithful place? Is that he's the faithful place and or faithful Broken Harbor? No, Broken Harbor is the following one, okay. I believe. I think it's Faithful Place. Yes, I think so too. And I almost want to say that Frank Mackey has two books. Isn't the Secret Place his daughter? So there's one, like the faithful something. I don't know if it's faithful place, but it's faithful something. And then there's the secret place, which is his daughter at school. Um, so that has to do with him as well. But I uh. think it's one of the other cops from that uh. deal with it. Either way, they did kind of seem to have left it a little open because he was the last person that I saw on screen, um, at least from what I'm remembering right now. And um, so I guess there's always the possibility that they will come back with it again. And I hope they do. I mean, I enjoyed it as a crime show. I, I really agree. did. Yeah. It was like gritty. Um, I just like you and I, you and I always say we like that kind of thing. We like the crime um, uh, TV shows. We like crime books, all that stuff, podcasts, all it, all of it. But um, I don't know. There, there were a lot of changes that I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really understand the necessity behind this. You know what I mean? I do. I think that one of the big ones that you're probably, well, at least in my mind, is the the fact that Sam and Cassie were together at the start of it. Yes. As opposed to getting together by the end of it. Yes. Which is a huge flip, but... Big, big flip. Because now you have you have but Cassie. I think, I think that's also part of the overlap of the stories mixed together. Is like it. I always I keep thinking of it as an analogy of like two decks of cards being shuffled together, mm-hmm. and when you shuffle it together, it does kind of mush all the way to the beginning and all the way to the end, both right. parts of the story. So I don't know. Yeah, I that was one of the main changes that I didn't care for because it it makes Cassie, um, you know, she having to cheat on her boyfriend, her long term boyfriend with Rob, which. You know, did they actually? Did she cheat on him though, or were weren't they kind of broken up at that point? I no, I don't know. They weren't really. I I don't know if they had had that fight yet at that time, but then like even Sam knows that it happened afterwards, and you know, I don't know. I just I didn't care for it in the sense that in the story it ha- in the show it happened so quickly, and then like I want to say four episodes in, and then for the next half of the series, Rob and Cassie who have awesome chemistry together they're not on they're the not even together all, yeah. they're not on screen at all together yeah. so like there's just there wasn't enough of their um uh dynamic development to me it because just, they were fantastic together they were i loved them i, I thought they were cast very well as they well. were they absolutely were sarah, sarah green was cassie maddox and i thought she was amazing she was adorable she i know we said this when we were binge watching it together she reminded me of um lucy hale yep who was in the Hating Game episode or um, movie. So kind of seeing her on, on screen doing something like that, I was like, you know, I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. She's super cute. She's adorable. But she played it really well. She did. And what was that? Uh, some kind of mat <laughs> just fell and attacked me some, in the some, closet. <laughs> something fell in the closet and hit Katie. Anyway, um, I did. I really liked Rob as well. I thought he was just 
this side of handsome that really worked for me. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't like, damn, this guy is super hot, but he had this look about him that I was like, yeah. See, I could see that at the like the first few episodes of the miniseries, but then towards the middle when he starts, you know, the whole scene where he goes into the woods and then the whole time where he's completely losing his mind. He's deteriorating. He starts to look, and I don't know if it was obviously makeup or just his actual acting that made him seem way less on a way more unattractive way less attractive to yeah. me but i just I, I was like he's really weird looking at certain points and he, i just i don't know he starts to get a little craggy looking you know yeah. you know what i mean like does that make sense to you like he definitely has um he's definitely not like hollywood handsome and hot but like it worked for me it really worked for me i i i totally dug him i i liked him a lot but and his acting was superb like he was phenomenal yes. in it he yeah. was great as rob ryan yeah. um the scene in the woods was amazing yeah i i just it was everything that i pictured yes and uh I, I don't know every almost everything he did you know was great but there were changes that i was just like why why, why did they make this necessary like him constantly sleeping with his his roommate, his roommate yeah. who you know he says in the beginning of the book he doesn't like. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he, can't, he, he does everything to avoid her. Exactly, but th- at this, there's stupid changes too, like the fact that his name is Rob Riley in the show and not Rob Ryan. Not Rob and Ryan, I was like, yes. what, what's the point of changing that? Like, what's the point yeah. exactly? I, I don't know if it's if it was like to kind of <sighs> distinguish it more. It may, I, that's what I think. Yes, distinguish it a little bit more from the Adam Ryan and. But you I know, think they said his name was Adam Riley. Oh, did they? I think so. I don't remember that part. I could be wrong. I, I feel like he changed his name completely, but um, I, I don't know. Either way, it just seemed like a, a silly change to me. Um, just a couple of points. Um, I know that we talked about this, too. Uh, we don't even learn that Rob is Adam until the end of episode one. Whereas in the book, we know immediately. We, yeah, the start of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. I actually didn't hate that change. Nope. Um, because it just gives you a little bit of sense of mystery. Like, oh, why why yes. are they so interested yep. in this? What are these flashbacks for? Like, yep. you know what I mean? Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Secondly, I love how basically the same as in the book, but I, I love the way that they bring in the flashbacks as he's like remembering different things. I thought that was really cool. A really cool way to do it. Yeah. Um, just to see the kids on screen and like what's happening and the flashback stops when he realizes that he doesn't remember the next part, but then something else happens. But then it comes happens. back and yes. he remembers further yes. into the same flashback. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It was very cool. In that same same topic, the the casting between the kids and the adult characters, I thought was superb. Like, it was awesome. They were really good. And I am I know we talked about it. The only one I didn't really like was Rob. And I thought that he didn't look anything like his little, his, I, his younger self. But then I think I realized it's, it was specifically the bowl haircut. Yeah, it was just throwing me off. Well, and he was like a little redhead, too, like a little strawberry blonde kind of kid. And I mean, obviously, like that stuff changes as you grow older. But we're also talking about a guy who's trying to hide his identity and who he is. So he could exactly could just be dyed hair. You know what I mean? But um, there was a point when I was like, yeah, this is kind of weird, a weird casting choice. But then there was one scene and I can't remember which episode it was in. It was early on, but you kind of just seeing the top of little boy Adam's face like from his nose up yeah. and then they kind of fade to rob ryan's and i'm like holy shit like wow it looks just like it him, looks yeah. just like him just minus the hair and stuff it, they did a really good job i thought they did. 
uh let's see i did say that i thought the likeness part the cassie story was a little bit too rushed my question for you katie is how did you think my rob as a psychopath thing theory i think it it was pretty good i don't know that i really think he's a psychopath i think he's more just really really damaged yes yes really damaged i got that way more from the show than i did from the books I i i honestly just felt like in the show because you're witnessing it in front of your face yeah it's more of a you can um, see a lot more of the nuances yes and, exactly yeah. exactly and they probably wanted to change it a little bit but i mean in the book in the show at the end of the show rob basically expresses his love to cassie which he never does in the book he's just a dick to her and that's that like they barely speak again um so i guess I kind of, it was almost a change that I was like, eh, another one. I'm like, I don't know why they needed to do that because is it only just because of the connection that we have to these people on the screen that we're seeing? And maybe they had plans of developing it further into the next, not series, Uh, season or whatever. yeah. 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 But it hasn't fleshed out. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she does say we won't see each other again. So I don't know. That's, it was kind of a, it's a sad ending. It is. In in a little bit of a way, the book has a more hopeful ending, in my opinion, because um, I don't know if hopeful is exactly the right word, but he does come to terms with the fact that he's never going to remember what happened to him. He, you know, you know what I mean. And at the end of the show, it's just, yeah, I guess there was a little bit of a hopeful scene when he goes to the site of the woods being knocked down and everything. But um, it still sucks to see that he's never going to learn what actually happened to him in those woods. So I wrote down a note um halfway through basically like when i first started watching halfway point on my own um that said i'm not going to be happy if they solve the kids murder Mm -hmm. because it started to seem like that's really where they were going to go for it and then even all the way to the end yeah i like that last episode i want to say is when they did a whole bunch where they played out the whole scene with shanda sanda sandra 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 getting raped and stuff like that and i was like and they, they played it all the way through to, to the boys finding yes. Adam attached to the tree. Which, which is something we don't learn in the books. It's not in the books at all. Yes. And I was like, is this really going to be the solve of yeah. this crime? And I was going to be really, really pissed. But I'm, So I'm glad they didn't. I, I will say that I, I still didn't really like care for that change that much either because it almost made it seem... And I know, again, this is something that happened in the book, but it, just on screen, it just doesn't play as well for me. Um, like a, a supernatural aspect to what happened to them. Something happened to them in those woods. There's a reason why two little kids didn't come home. I mean, and I don't think it's supernatural. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I I don't, whenever I'm watching like a crime thing or or reading a crime story, I hate, hate, hate. Non-closure. I I hate non-closure. And I hate it when something, when somebody's like, oh, maybe it was like something supernatural. I'm just like, no, Mm -mm, mm -mm. no. I, I like, I just like the human aspects of these stories. That's what I want to see and hear. So that's where um, I stood with that. So one of the things that stood out to me a lot more in the the screen version compared to the book, and it wasn't a change, is Adam's parents dropping him off at boarding school. Yes. Like, to protect him, yes. they just drove him away and dropped him off. And, and of he didn't all the go. things He didn't want to go. But of all the things that that kid needed at that point in time, it was not to be abandoned by his parents. Exactly. And it didn't really strike me in the book. I mean, it, I grasped it but i don't think i fully understood it until seeing it on the screen and i was like what the fuck are they dropping him off for like shouldn't they be hugging him and so like i understand that there was all the neighbors attacking him and trying to do that they were trying to protect him in a way move away with him and like 
hug him. Like, make him feel like he wasn't left behind. I do think that they moved, but I don't know why they felt that he needed to go to boarding school in this sense. In the book, I'm pretty certain he asks to go to boarding school. Okay. I'm, I'm like, I can't remember off the top of my head for sure. But I don't believe that it was a forced thing. I think okay. he asked. He said, I want to get away from here. And I really think that he chose boarding school because Jamie was supposed to go to boarding the school. boarding school. Okay. But the, so it, in that part of it, it definitely comes back around in the show when he screams at his mom. And yes, I was like, you thank you. Me. Thank yes, you. Exactly. Because <laughs> no. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> 100% agree in the show that did not come off well, well to me at all. Um, and yeah, I mean, there was the whole trying to protect him from people um the jamie's mom was definitely way crazier in the show than she was she came off in the books like i mean she was basically physically attacking this 12 year old boy and i mean this is a this is a traumatic event that happened to this kid there's a reason why you you can't remember Mm -hmm. something when when it happens um i mean there's science behind that you know so obviously understanding that this person is hurting because her child is missing, but you're also talking to a 12-year-old boy who couldn't possibly have overcome two of his best friends and done something to them or, you, With you no know With no I mean? evidence left whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It just wouldn't, it just doesn't make sense. There's um, a, a scene from the show where Cassie and Rob are sitting with Rob's mom and they're talking about Jamie's mom. And this is the only thing that I actually wrote down as like a quote because I was like, I just really like the way that Cassie handled it. And mm-hmm. uh, Rob's mom says, why can she get away with this? And Cassie says, because she never saw her child again and yours is sitting right in front of you. And yeah. I was like okay yes absolutely I like that yes the way just the the straight up this is why exactly you don't get to be upset yes this is a physical reason for yep. why yeah there was one last thing that i was a little annoyed with and i was trying to rack my brain going back over the book and whether or not i felt that this was the same adam's relationship with jamie and peter in the book, I mean, they are best friends. They are devastated to learn that Jamie is going to boarding school. They're plotting to run away together mm-hmm. to keep her from going to boarding school. Um, they have a picnic when she's they, not. Exactly. Exactly. They're so excited when they find out that she's not and then upset again when they find out that that was just a lie, a ruse by her mom. Um, in the show, they're portraying that Jamie and Peter were assholes yeah. to Adam yep. because he wasn't... Uh, Fast enough. Fast enough. He was a little chunky. In the show, did they say that they were like a little bit older than him? I I don't know if I missed that part. I don't don't know about that, but I just, I didn't like that. No. I I wasn't fond of that. Like, there was no reason. Again, it's another one where there was no real reason for them to be assholes. Exactly. And like, I, I don't know, again, if it was like another thing to just be like, well, this could be why these kids left one friend behind and two friends got hurt or but it could also it could also be that the show that was his mom like so the portrayal of it didn't really come across until his mom was like they were jerks i didn't want you to be friends with them right and then they started they kind of flipped the act the scenes with 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 the little kids yeah um and i almost wonder if that was the mom's interpretation of everything and it really wasn't Rob's Adams, right. wh- whichever you want. He just use. internalized what she said, basically, and then was just like, "Wait, can I see them being mean?" Because I mean, you, uh, even 
all of us have friends that you're best friends with forever and every now and then you have like this little thing where somebody's like a dick to you and you're like fuck you yeah why am i friends with you yeah why are you an asshole like this but But then you get over it right and there is there is part of me that wonders if that could also be a product of just trying to rationalize why they never came back for you you know what i mean so i think that's i think that's the main thing with that whole relationship i just i didn't like it because it just made it seem like you know rob has had these thoughts about his two best friends for his entire life and now suddenly it's am i learning that they actually hated me and i I, and i like that because when you're 12 and you're a kid and like this major thing happens to you of course you want to remember your friends as best you can as as best you can and and for being the people that were there for you so i don't know if that was a change because i I just i couldn't see it in the book i I couldn't see them being mad he was the one one of us got that interpretation no either one of the readings that we've done of it so no and i mean he was the one who said in the book um Maybe they left me behind because I was too slow or I, I couldn't I was scared to, you know, go over that wall that day or whatever. But I, so I just think he's just internalizing stuff to himself. And yes, of course, what his mother said, but his mother didn't have any part in the book. So I didn't care for her part in yeah. in the show yep. not personally. I don't I didn't again, didn't see the point of her being there. But so in that same thought. Uh, what were you, what did you think about the whole wolf dog thing that was in the show over and over (laughs) and over and then he would just like, I didn't get it. No. And again, that was the last thing on the screen. So you see Frank Mackey at the, at the forest site getting knocked down and he's looking at a dog across from him and the dog turns around and runs away. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. And that's just like he had. Peter and Jamie reincarnated as the right, dog. Right, exactly. And and Rob was having dreams about this dog showing up oh. in his house and at the office and all this stuff. I just didn't really get that, like what it meant. Yeah. And I, it wasn't very clear what the purpose of it was in right. the show either. Exactly. Exactly. I think the only other thing that I have written down is um, I did notice that there was mul- there's multiple times where they're drinking, whether it's coffee or drinks. And every single time they have mismatched glasses. So yes. like the time when they go out to the pier and she brings out the the mugs with the whiskey and the sandwiches. Yes. Yeah. And I just I thought it was really cute that that they are they came from very different backgrounds to get to where they were working together. And Absolutely. I, and I, I like the fact that they had mismatched glasses. Yes. I did. I did like the flashback scene in the very last episode of how they first came to work together. Yes. Um. I enjoyed that. That wasn't. That didn't. That no. didn't come from the book. No, it was it was definitely different in the in the book how they started to work together. I think that in the book I feel like they just asked to start working together because no, they Cassie, just became friends. I mean, Cassie did do the whole undercover thing yes. and then gets assigned to murder and I think that he did get partnered with her because they were both fairly new and it okay. was like newbies get to gotcha. Okay. get stuck together. Yeah, that makes sense. That I, I think kind of remember that. Be. Yeah. But I mean the way that they became friends was a little different. They this yeah. time they bonded over dead parents and yes. you know, but um I, I missed I really missed the um the camaraderie of them being at her apartment and stuff like that. Yeah, just which that didn't enough. that wasn't there hardly no. at all. No, they didn't have the dinners that they always had. They didn't do the drinks and talking over the dinner and drinks with Sam and everything and um I, I missed that being there because that's like that's like a lot of relationship development that we're not seeing, you know, on on screen. And it kind of um, it suffered for it, in my opinion. Like there is a little bit of why are they so close? You know, I want to see them being close because you're only really seeing them together at work and at you know, you almost never see them outside of the job that they're actually doing. Right. So 
that was only the other bummer I had. But personally, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, but as an adaptation of the book, I was like, eh. it it left a little to be lacking. It left a little. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I do have, oh, one more thing that's that's more of a, a note on the whole thing overall, not so much the screen episode. Um, at some point when Rosalind is going batshit crazy in her final interrogation, which I loved that. Yes, I think same. she did a yeah, fantastic she did awesome. job because it took awesome. her forever to turn out to show how psycho she yes. was. Um, I wrote down, Rosalind's a Shakespeare character. What is what is her character in Shakespeare like? Because I was like, huh, I'm just curious. So I looked it up. Isn't she like Romeo's so, original girlfriend? <laughs> or am I wrong Um, I looked up Rosalind in Shakespeare and it's Rosalind in the play As You Like It. Gotcha. So Rosalind is one of Shakespeare's most recognized heroines. Generally noted for her resilience, quick wit, and beauty, Rosalind is a vital character. Most commonly seen next to her beloved cousin Celia, Rosalind is also a faithful friend, leader, and schemer. And I was like, well, that, that's absolutely not at all why they picked that name. No. Although the schemer side, I was like, ah. I mean, yeah, it could certainly be. And beauty. Yes, yes. But, um, but that obviously goes back to Tana French. I'm so glad you brought up Rosalind because I would be really pissed off if, if I didn't talk about, if I didn't talk about <laughs> her part of the story before we signed off. I didn't think that they fleshed her out enough in the show. Especially not at the beginning. No. I mean, she was barely in the show, personally. Like, And, and like the, the, the scenes that she was in you're not catching that glimpse of craziness. You're just not. Right. Like, the craziest thing you see on in the series or the show with Rosalind involved is when her mother comes into the shower with her. Yeah, like, which was... to attack her. What the fuck? Yeah, it didn't make sense because you're like, why is she doing that? You have no thought in your head if you're just w- coming in watching this show. Without having read it, You yeah. have no thought in your head that Rosalind is the one that hurt yeah or had anything to do with katie's with her katie with katie's death like i I, so it really came out of nowhere that um you know damien i don't know i don't even remember how they finally they finally figured out that she oh the pictures the the, yes yes exactly i knew the cookies were when they found out about damien but then they found that box with pictures of rosalind and him and and a letter that said prove prove that you love me yes so I don't know. It was it was it kind of came out of left field if you hadn't read the books and right because the whole time it. they only mentioned the fact that she went and stayed at a hostel with her friends one weekend. So this mm-hmm. is one weekend and she got him to kill somebody for her. Right. Like, that's exactly. Yeah. Nutty. Yeah. But. but that last interrogation scene with her and Cassie was phenomenally acted. Yep. It was awesome. Um, yeah, that was it was impressive. But other than that, yeah. I think that's all I got. I think that's all I got too, Katie. That that was a, a fun screen episode. Um, I really enjoyed binge watching some of this with you yep. and then on my own. And I can't wait to do it again. If they weren't an hour long each time, we probably could have gotten them all done in one day. <laughs> them in one day. Yes, exactly. But yeah, that's that's what happens with these uh, long ass dramas. Yeah, when they put two books in one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, so thanks everybody for listening and, uh, join us next time when we make your to be read pile one book shorter. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. To be read is hosted by Sarah Westcott and Katie Willie. Produced, edited, and mixed by Chris Turrell. Logo concept art by Rhiannon Kenfield. Graphic design by Steve Pius. Hello. Hi everybody. Welcome to to be read. Our podcast screen episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you not know what we're doing? Start over again. Because we, you usually do our...